follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. And so today, our show, you're probably wondering, is there going to be another guest? And actually, no, not today. Today is one of those days where I'm just going to simply talk to you guys about what's happening, what's up with me, uh, kind of chat a little bit and have a discussion. And yeah, let's just see what's going on so far uh, with our lives, because obviously, uh, I've been doing the Fame Game now for for five years, it's crazy. Almost six years. Can you believe that? It, it's absolutely ridiculous how fast time flies. I am seeing that more and more lately, uh, especially, you know, being at the end of like my high school years. And I'm just like, wow, this is, this is really like we're almost done with this. And so I am looking forward to everything. And if you guys follow me on social media, you kind of probably have a little bit more background of, as far as what I'm doing. And yeah, that's what I'm going to talk about. So my most latest and recent fabulous news uh, is becoming Miss North Phoenix 2016. This is definitely a dream come true of mine. Um, as you know, a few years prior, uh, I was able to become and hold the title of Miss Arizona's Outstanding Teen, and both of these titles are through the Miss America system. Um, if you don't know, Miss America is a pageant system, and as far as like the teen goes, it f- goes from 13 to 17, and then Miss is 17 to 24. And so I-, I finally became of age and eligible for the Miss category this time around, and it was so exciting. I mean, I, I remember counting down the days and just really you know, thinking to myself, all right, we're going to try this out. You know, as soon as you're, you're ready and eligible, let's do this. And so I just remember thinking to myself as this year and this point of time came around that I was like, oh gosh, wow, the time has now arrived. And so that is what happened. I competed on October 24th. It was so exciting. We held it at the Thunderbird High School. Um, it was a fabulous, fabulous theater and place to hold it at. And it was an absolutely amazing local pageant. I met so many great friends. Um, lots of the girls were just so nice and gracious as well as the staff was gracious and so we competed right then and there that night um i competed in personal interview um let's see swimsuit and talent and on stage question and evening gown and that basically wrapped up the the phases of competition for me personally um as far as the miss category goes for the teens they did basically everything with a few minor changes for example the miss interview was nine minutes and 30 seconds with an optional 30 second closing statement whereas the teens i believe had six minutes and 30 seconds for the local and then they had a physical fitness, so they did a little fitness routine, which I remember watching them, and I was like, oh my gosh, I used to do that, which is just so, so cool to watch. And so, yeah, so we wrapped up the night, and we were waiting for crowning, and oh my goodness, my reaction was just, I was just on cloud nine. Like, I can't even begin to tell you how great that it felt, and I was just so speechless. Like, truly, it was an honor. And for people that have been crowned before, they probably know the feeling, and I'm sure those of you who are trying to imagine can just, you know, look at the excitement on my face and everybody's faces. Um, it, we, it was just such an exciting night, and it definitely was a milestone for me, for sure, because as I said, you know, i been thinking about this for so long, you know, competing in the Miss Division, and I kind of had to wait a little bracket of time until I was eligible because when I was a teen, I had won at 15, and I wasn't eligible to run in the Miss category until 17, and you have to be a senior in high school at the time of the local. So again, when that came around, I was like, okay, this is the time now, and we finally reached it here. So it did take a few years to, you know, build myself up to that, uh, but it was definitely worth the wait, and I am so excited to say that I'm now headed to Miss Arizona in June, which is just like, oh my goodness, this is really happening. (laughs) And so 
if everything goes well in June, that means that you're headed to Miss America. And Miss America is now in Atlantic City, New Jersey um, in September, and it'll be on ABC 15. So that's just, you know, it's amazing to think of the opportunities definitely that the system gives you. And that's also the something that I wanted to touch on, too, is that it's not only a great honor to hold a title as Miss North Phoenix, but I truly appreciate the organization's values. Um, And two of those values are service and scholarship specifically, because Miss America is the largest advocate for women's education, as well as they're the largest provider of scholarship for young women in America. And I just think that's such a great thing to tell people because some people think about, you know, joining and they don't know if it's worth it. But honestly, you can't go wrong. Uh, it's a great way to start into pageantry as well, starting at the local level um, and working yourself up all the way to state. I know some people, they ask about, you know, experience levels and do I need experience? Do I have to be an expert? And no, you don't. You can start at any level. To be honest, like I said, everybody starts somewhere. And many of the girls that do compete in locals, uh, this is their very first pageant. I mean, we have even heard of Miss Americas that they went to their first local, they went to their first state, and then they went to nationals and they just, you know, became Miss America. And so, you know, there is a certain kind and that does happen. Um, But again, it's the scholarship aspect is amazing because they're funding a greater education. And of course, as we know, we love scholarships. It's just an amazing thing to put towards, you know, our our education and just to have that satisfaction of knowing that, you know, this is money that isn't coming out of my pocket. It's something that, of course, you work for because you do prepare for the pageant. But it's an overall great opportunity because you're earning scholarship money for doing something that you love. And you're truly showcasing all of your passions, which I feel is truly what embodies the Miss America system and why I love it so much. Um, And going as far as like the service as well, it, it teaches you great life lessons as far as, you know, serving your community, serving your city, your state, you name it, and just truly getting yourself out there. Because more times than enough, when people ask, well, how do I volunteer? And it's just really just going out and connecting with people and asking, hey, can I volunteer? That's really how I started some of my volunteer projects as well as simply going out and saying, hey, uh, you know, I'm really passionate about this cause. I, I want to help out. Uh, what do you have for me to help out with or who do you know that I can reach and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, you kind of just start the little ladder from there and, you know, you're in your everybody values help and assistance, especially, you know, worthy causes for sure. And to go into a little bit of background, because I I did talk about this previously um, on my radio show, probably like a year or two ago. I'm sure I've mentioned it here and there um, in certain interviews, especially with the veterans. But my personal platform is Freedom is Not Free, supporting our nation's military and their families. And people ask, you know, why did you choose this this platform, you know? Because everybody has kind of like a story behind it, which I think is awesome, because obviously if you're going to be passionate about something – you definitely want to have a connection to that. And so for me, my father served in the military for 20 years and then retired when I was three. And then I think it was about 10 years old, um, my brother joined the military. And then it was kind of like one of those awakening moments that I was like, oh, my gosh, this like really affects me. Because, I mean, I did know for a fact that my dad did serve in the military and it was a long line because, you know, my grandfather served, my great-grandfather served. So it was something that, you know, I guess you could say ran in the family. Uh, and so I just always always had an appreciation for our military and, and truly what they do. And then when I started pageantry and was looking into like service projects that, you know, I wanted to get involved with, I just thought, wow, this would be a great opportunity to actually work with the military. Why not? My own brother did. Um, and he served two tours in Iraq a Western Pacific deployment. And those are some of the things that like it really hit home to me because I knew the feelings of what the families had felt when their loved one is away. And that's really why I decided to also branch off into families because I don't only focus on active duty military, but I know the veterans are important as well. And also for the fact of the matter, the families too, because they all make sacrifices. And I think that's something that I am truly dedicated to telling the greater community about and just promoting my platform that way people can get involved because again it's those things you know sometimes we're just unsure of the avenues of how we can help or how much help is needed and truly all help is appreciated and 
I know that they're always looking for donations, certain organizations. I mean, there are a countless number of organizations, not only here locally, but some state organizations, even national organizations, too, that you can get involved with. And again, it's just putting yourself in that position and helping the greater cause. And I just think that, again, that's something that I want to educate people about and let them know that truly as Americans, I feel it's our duty to serve those who serve us. And not only that, but these are families that you know, don't get to see their loved one all the time. The, their loved ones, the people who are in the military, they sacrifice daily to make sure that we have the freedoms that we have today. And not only that, too, but they're in harm's way. They're, you know, safety is on the line. And it's just one of those things, too, when you really take a step back and you look at it and you're like, wow, that that is so honorable, it's so commendable. And again, that's kind of where my my passion lies as far as that goes. But yes, it's been an absolute honor as far as, you know, being Miss North Phoenix so far. I'm so looking forward to the year, spending it with my sister title holders. We have Miss Glendale, Miss Glendale's Outstanding Teen. And then I also have a Miss North Phoenix's Outstanding Teen. So, I mean, that's kind of what I've been up to so far lately um, in the pageantry world and everything. And I'm so looking forward to my year ahead. So with that being said, we're going to go ahead and take a quick little break. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. We'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs in general. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. So in the last segment, we talked a little bit about what I'm up to as far as my pageantry world goes, and the exciting news is that is happening. Um, So like I said, if you've seen on my social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and you can reach me on there, of course. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's been so, so, so exciting. Like I said, I cannot say it enough that I am truly blessed and honored to have this opportunity Uh, And it's just, like I said, going to be an amazing year. So I look forward to that. If you'd like to follow my journey, by the way, too, you can head over to Instagram and you can follow our pageant page, which is Miss North Phoenix Glendale. And so we like to hashtag Team NPG. So if you're out there listening, you can go ahead and hashtag that and we'll find your post. Um, And so I just wanted to also say quickly, too, thank you, everybody, too, for all of the congratulatory messages and all of the love and support that I have received thus far. It's just an overwhelming feeling and I have such gratitude for that because I love when people support one another and this is just an exciting journey for me. So, so overall, um, yeah, this is, this is just so great. So, so great. I am speechless truly. And with that said, I'm now going to be talking a little bit about um, what I'm up to with my platform, too, because I don't know if you guys remember, but I actually had one of the organizations that I work with on the fame game, I think, 
like, I want to say at like the beginning of time of the fame game. But <laughs> to be honest with you, I think it's a little bit towards the middle now that I'm thinking like, wow, I did this for five years. And I have loved every second of it, too. I want to say it was probably into my second or third year. But if you've ever heard of the organization called Operation Gratitude, they are centrally located in California, so they aren't here in Arizona. But there, of course, are ways to get in touch with the organization. And also, you don't have to be in California, of course, as I help out with it in Arizona, um, or even close to it, to to contribute to their cause. Um, One of the things that I did previously with Operation Gratitude in the past is their Bedallion Buddy program. And this is an amazing program because this, again, goes towards the families, and that's something that I also wanted to hone in on as far as giving back and and serving. And so the Bedallion Buddy Program is where you collect, they like to say beanie babies or like small stuffed animals primarily, and you'll send a whole bunch, as much as you can collect in a box, and then you'll send it to Operation Gratitude, and then, of course, you're going to send that right over to the Bedallion Buddy Program um, as far as what that is for. And... Then what they do with it is they send them all to the children of deployed military service members. And for me, that makes me feel so wonderful being able to contribute to that, too. Because, as you know, I mean, there are sometimes we we look at it and we're like, you know, we have stuffed animals lying around and there are people who have stuff to donate. So it's just a great cause, you know, to utilize it. It can be new or gently used. And again, it's just kind of like making a repurpose out of something that maybe somebody was going to yard sale or throw away. Again, it's helping the greater cause. And I like knowing to the fact, too, that these are items that comfort the children of deployed military service members. As I said, the families make great sacrifices as well when their loved ones are away. Many times it may be a greater stance, you know, as far as like a financial situation or maybe it's, you know, you name it, healthcare. They just don't have family around because sometimes they're stationed in different areas where there aren't family. I know my brother at one point with his family was stationed in Washington. And I mean, we're, we live in Arizona and some of our families in California, so they were nowhere near us at all. So I know and understand that it can be hard at a first-hand situation. And so even the children, I mean, there are young kids who, of course, have trouble saying, like, you know, why is mom and dad gone? Or, you know, when are they coming back? And this is just something, again, to comfort them and give them a sense of ease um, for those long periods of time. I know my own nephew went through it, too, and it was kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, he misses his dad. And you know, you just got to be there to comfort him. And so he always loved, you know, receiving letters or, you know, whether it was a stuffed animal, just saying like, yeah, daddy's going to be home. And, you know, you can hold on to this in the meantime and sleep with this every single night. And it's just a great, great feeling to give back to that cause as well. And since the time, the last time that I worked with Operation Gratitude um, in that time frame, I've also been able to become an Operation Gratitude ambassador. And this is Again, a great opportunity, and I so appreciate being able to work with this organization firsthand and kind of promote some of their ideals and, again, their cause and some of their programs because they have given so much to the troops. I mean, they also work with care packing, but it doesn't stop there. Like I said, they help the families of these military service members, and it it branches off all the way to the time that they're recruited to when they come home and they're veterans, And for me, looking at an organization like that, I think that they truly fulfill the purpose of, you know, being there for the journey of the time that they're in the military. Because, of course, at at some point in time, somebody's going to retire. And our veterans, of course, do need, you know, proper health care. They need to make sure that they're financially stable. Um, Some veterans, unfortunately, become homeless. And that breaks my heart to see, especially when they sacrifice so much to serve for our country. So again, there are opportunities there for organizations to help out and step in for that. Um, There are even surprisingly, you some people may think like it's so easy for veterans to, you know, get a job. But unfortunately, there are so many veterans that are unemployed. So it's just one of those things like along the line, there's going to be some difficulty. Um, even in active duty military service members, sometimes their families have, you know, a financial situation where they have financial burdens, they have bills, debt, you know, how it goes, um, going to college, and they still have like student loans to pay, whether they bought a house like my brother and my sister-in-law, and they have a mortgage to pay now, or they have kids, and you know, those are mouths to feed and, you know, bodies to clothe and make sure that they're properly sheltered and cared for. So I understand it from that aspect. And so, um, 
yeah, I mean, it's just a wonderful organization that I feel, again, uh, truly takes the journey with the military service members. And I just think that's so fun. And I get to be a part of that. Um, One of the things that I wanted to talk about is actually their hashtag say thanks to the troops. I think this is a very simple way to say thank you to our military service members, because you just have to go online and you submit your picture. And usually people make like a poster or a sign and it says thank you for your sacrifices or like thank you troops or I love you troops. Um, Thank you for your service. Anything along the lines of that and just thanking them and showing some type of gratitude to our towards our military service members you would just upload your picture to the website if you go on operation gratitude their website um, they'll have a little link and it'll say you know our say thanks to the troop program you'll click on that it'll send you to another like web browser page and then you'll upload your photo and um, the military service members will be able to access those photos and so i think that's an awesome way to be able to say thanks to the troops because, again, it's the smallest things. It truly is. Um, whether it's taking out an hour of your day to help with a military care packing event or whether it's, you know, writing a letter a day to the troops or even, you know, doing a donation drive to help some of these organizations out. Because, again, it can be very hard to collect the, the supplies necessary to be able to put on these events because when you make, like, hundreds and hundreds of care packages that requires like hundreds and hundreds and mass amounts of, you know, soaps and hygiene products or snacks and candy, um, magazines, entertainment, um, movies, you name it. Those are the things that go into a care package because little do people know sometimes that in the areas that these troops are stationed, not all of these materials are easily accessible, um, they may not even have like a proper like grocery store or somewhere along the lines a facility to buy these these hygiene products and again sometimes there are some military service members that don't have family and they kind of you know join the military to have a fresh start and it's nice to know that there are organizations that look out for those type of people as well but yes, I'm I'm still looking forward to you know doing some more with Operation Gratitude. Those are just a few of the the few of the items of how you can get involved yourself. I mean, there's much more. The list goes on and on and on. Like I said, um, they're extending upon far beyond um, Operation Gratitude as well. There are so many countless organizations to go ahead and help out with. Um, but as far as what I plan to do also as an Operation Gratitude ambassador, I mentioned, you know, kind of doing like the the drives in schools and businesses. I think that's a great way to do it too because it can be, I mean, financially, of course, these organizations need funding again to get proper supplies to put in like care packages or, you know, maybe it's postage. Um, there are little details. Those all add up, of course, to money. And so whether it's, you know, doing like a coin drive or, you know, asking for like a little donation bin in local businesses, that's a great way to do it. And then also what I plan to do is to get some of those supplies because it's nice You've everybody's seen like you know in high school you remember doing the can drives I know in elementary school we were really big on like food can drives and everything I mean we still even do it now in high school which is totally normal but we we would do those all the time and then now it, you could do like hygiene products or maybe you go in and collect letters from the kids you know those little coloring pages everything is just so helpful and so wonderful and I know the troops will appreciate it so I hope that gave you a little bit of insight as far as um, you know a little bit more into my platform and what I hope to do and some of my accomplishments with that and how you can help out. So, of course, just head on over to Operation Gratitude and look at some of those local organizations in your community because I I definitely know that they would appreciate your help and it's a great way to show your gratitude towards our troops. So with that being said, it is time for another break. I know, very sad, but we'll be back for another segment. But for now, keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. 
The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, as you know. And so, again, hopefully you guys took a little piece of information out of what I was saying about my platform, and I hope you realize how passionate I am about it. Um, and, it, I mean, it extends far. The service portion extends farther than just the military. I understand everybody wants to help other causes as well, and that's totally fine, um, and I commend that as well. Any type of service is, again, just so commendable. It's, it's truly appreciated. I know these organizations even strive to get more and more volunteers. So the fact when people, you know, reach out to them and say, hey, you know, do you need a helping hand or can I help you out somewhere or do you want me to get a group together? Um, that, that means a lot to them. It does. Time is, is definitely something to be thankful for. And so with that, I covered a little bit about my platform and my year as what I hope to do is Miss North Phoenix. And now um, I wanted to kind of say and tell you guys, I guess you could imagine like what the road to state would be. Uh, I think this is just a fun portion because now being said, as I mentioned in the very beginning, I touched on saying that it was going to be in June and it is going to be in June. Miss Arizona is in June and then Miss America is in September. And so there's a little time bracket between that point um, when I remember when I was crowned, as I said, I was crowned in May. So it was now moved to June. I think when we gave me and Jennifer Smithstad, which you also know, she's Miss Arizona 2013 alongside myself. She's my sister title holder. Uh, I had her on the show before too. So I was like, hey, Jen, you want to come on? And so we had a great time doing that. Um, when we were giving up our titles, they moved it to June. So we did thankfully have like a, a little month more. So we were like, yes. You know, some title holders, they give it up at the exact time. And, of course, our year of service consists of a year of service. Um, But, yeah, it was an absolutely wonderful experience. And now just thinking back, I'm like, wow, I'm going to be on the Miss Arizona stage. I remember the first time that I performed on the Miss America – or not Miss America stage yet. Not yet. You're pacing yourself a little too far, Maddie. (laughs) But we can all dream, right? We'll see if that actually happens, I'm sure, at some point. But the Miss Arizona stage, the Miss Arizona stage, um, I remember the first time that I stepped foot on there and I performed as Miss Arizona's Outstanding Teen. This was at the time in 2013 when they had the teen and the Miss separate because Miss is now at the Mesa Arts Center alongside the teens, and that's currently. Whereas in 2013, I forget where they they hold Miss Arizona or where they held it before, Um I think it was at a high school. It was a really beautiful theater. It was great. It was perfect. And they held Miss Arizona's Outstanding Teen in Tucson. So we had to travel, you know, being from Surprise, Arizona, which is all the way here in the West Valley. We had to take a trip up to Tucson. But it was so worth the trip. Um, And, again, it was so much fun. It was definitely one of those opportunities of a lifetime and being able to go to Miss America's Outstanding Teen and, and all that fun stuff. And my director was also located at the time in Tucson, too. But anyways, back to what I was saying. So I remember the first time I I stepped foot on the Miss Arizona stage and I performed my songs and it was so great. And, you know, I got to watch those girls compete. And, I mean, 
to some people, I know it's like a cliche thing to say, but it's so true for me. I was watching, I've been watching Miss America since I was a young girl. You can even ask my mom and my dad. It was just something that was, whenever I was on, I was like, the Miss America pageant's on, let's watch it. And so throughout the years, I've been able to, you know, look at up to those girls and just see truly what the importance of the Miss America system is um, and exemplified too. I mean, not only through my own personal experience, but if you talk to anybody in the Miss America system, they'll tell you it's just, it's a different system and for good reasons. The Miss America system holds true to their four values, which also are why there is four points of the crown. So if you don't know, here's a little background for you. It's scholarship, style, service, and success. And those are just, I think, are important things. And they truly embody, you know, an intelligent young woman who's well-rounded. And that's truly who Miss America is, in a sense, ultimately, and all state title holders, is that they're looking for somebody who's like a girl next door, somebody who's relatable, who has a heart of gold, you know, somebody who's willing to serve their community. Um, And of course, a portion of that, too, is, is staying up with current events, that's one of the the portions of interview that they really stress on too is, you know, being able to talk in front of large crowds, which is why we have like the onstage question because, you know, the pressure is on during the onstage question too. And um, I'll talk a little bit more in this next portion about like phases of competition and how I felt and, you know, maybe what I wore, just in case you guys are wondering, because sometimes that's always, you know, a question of like, what should I wear if I'm actually wanting to do this, you know? And so... Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just one of those great things. Miss America does a lot. She travels everywhere. I kind of like to refer to her as a world traveler because she's constantly changing cities. She's constantly going to new events. Uh, she's also an ambassador for the national organization, which is Children's Miracle Network, which I'm I'm pretty sure in cities they have their own Children's Miracle Network hospitals. Um, we have Phoenix Children's Hospital, which is what I know of as well here in Arizona. And I've actually had treatment at Phoenix Children's Hospital. I had to have an emergency surgery about <laughs> during my year as Miss Arizona's Outstanding Teen. I actually had to have it, I think it was like around December time because we were supposed to do holiday photos and I had to go to the hospital and it was just not good. But they treated me so well, so I appreciate everything that they do for that. And we constantly fundraise for Children's Miracle Network and I think that is just, again, such a wonderful, wonderful cause and I'm so glad that Miss America is a part of that. I mean, all of these children, whatever they're going through, it's nice to be able to touch their lives and essentially just interact with them because I understand sometimes they're going through unfortunate circumstances, like, you know, whether that's going through chemotherapy or they're awaiting results on like a cancer or, you know, a diagnosis of um, a condition. And so I'm really glad that we get to kind of step in there and bring some light to the situation. And so, yes, Miss America is a world traveler. That's one of the pieces that she does. She also, again, relating back to like the current events, she does like press conferences and and being able to um, just go ahead and and just explore and meet new people. And that's one of the the best things about being a title holder, in my opinion, too, is being able to interact with the people. I love making new relationships and and just being able to talk to all sorts of new people. It kind of gives you insight as to, you know, what is out there and what type of people are out there. And it's so much fun just being able to chat with these people and talking about their lives and their life stories and, you know, what makes you unique from them and how you guys can relate together. So that's always fun. And so going now into the the phases of competition, I guess to say, as I mentioned, um, we go through personal interview, swimsuit, talent, uh, evening gown and onstage question. And that's one of the areas of competition that Miss America prides itself on is the talent portion of competition. Um, people like to refer to, you know, main main quote-unquote main pageant systems are USA, United States, and America. And um, Miss America is the only one that has a talent portion of it. And you are required to do a 90-second talent. And some people are like, oh, well, I don't have a talent. But truly, like, anybody can have a talent, though, because it's it could be anything. I mean, I've seen cloggers. I've seen tap dancers, dancers in general, any type of dance. Um, and then I've even looked to see like singers and uh, what else is there? There's uh, instrumentalists. 
I've seen people do CPR, which is pretty cool. I mean, that was awesome. I didn't expect to see that at Miss Arizona, but everybody really loved it. Like, it was really entertaining, and it was informative, and it was just awesome. And even I even competed with a girl who was a painter, and I thought that was so cool because, you know, getting to do an entire painting in, like, 90 seconds, I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm not skilled in art enough to be able to do that. And then we've even had people who do, like, light dances, um, some folk dances, We've had people who do, like, point ballet. Um, yeah, the list goes on and on and on. I mean, you name it, it can be a talent. I know when I went to Miss America's Outstanding Teen, there was even people who did, like, a mixed martial arts routine, and they kind of showed off, you know, some of the things that they learned and some defense um like techniques and, and all of that. So it can be anything. Baton twirlers are another one. And yeah, you name it. Anything can be a talent. Uh, monologues, that was actually one of the people that made it to the top five in Miss America this year uh, was doing a monologue and she was a nurse. So I thought that was pretty cool. And she made news for that because it was just great because her profession was being a nurse and she was very passionate about that. And it was just something that, you know, kind of set her apart from other people. So that's always good to know. And I am a singer myself, just in case you're wondering, I totally forgot to just mention, you know, what my talent is. People are like, Maddie, what do you do? You know, if you don't hear me all the time. And so, yes, I sing. I absolutely love it. Um, it's just one of those things where when I was younger, I came to find out, oh my gosh, I can actually sing or I think I can actually sing or, you know, maybe I'll get better at it. And, then, you know, you, you're, there's always room to grow. And so I ended up starting singing when I was eight and, you know, kind of doing vocal lessons off and on and off and on. And then now I'm kind of like self-taught with a little bit of help. And then, of course, you know, preparing and everything, then it's nice to, you know, reach to the community and see what kind of help that you can find as well. And so, now, as far as, like, the personal interview goes, as I mentioned, that is 9 minutes and 30 seconds, which is an optional 30-second closing statement. And so it was so much fun doing interview. I mean, you have a panel of judges. It's typically, like, five judges. And so the Miss panel will be different from the teen panel. But you get to hear a little bit about them and their background and, you know, what do they do. Um, and that was always nice. I mean, during rehearsal, I remember looking at the judges and I was like, oh, man, this is the type of people that we're going to interview in front of. And they just have such interesting backgrounds. I mean, everywhere from, like, a softball coach, um, a award-winning softball coach to, you know, a former Miss America state title holder to somebody in the entertainment industry. And yeah, the list goes on. But it was so much fun being able to interview in front of them and just kind of show them a piece of, you know, who you are truly, because that's what they're looking for. People always ask like, oh, am I going to get stumped in interview? And I mean, sure that you might be asked some current event questions and everything, but the judge's main purpose is to figure out what kind of person that you are. They definitely want to see your character shine through. And that's my biggest advice as far as interview goes. Again, a cliche thing to say is, but be who you are. I mean, that is literally my best advice. Be who you are and don't try to say something that you're not or pretend to be something that you're not because they can see through that too. But again, they just want to see what kind of person you are and see your accomplishments and see you shine. They're not there to stump you. They just want to see what you know and again, um, who you are overall and what you can do as a state title holder eventually. And I mean, it's just an awesome experience. I absolutely love talking with them. It was so much fun just being able to laugh and have a conversation with them. That's really all it is, is a conversation. I mean, you do stand in front of the room and you're like in a little panel and you have like a little podium or in our case, it was like a music stand. Uh, but it, it was fun. I, I loved it so much and getting to see their faces light up um, as I told them a little bit about my life story and what I'm passionate about was definitely a very big moment. So with that being said, I will promise I, I will continue with the areas of competition and telling you a little bit more into that. Uh, but for now, we do have to take a quick little break. So let's go ahead and do that. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. does indie mean? It's short for independent. What does that mean? Whatever you want it to mean. When you are indie, you don't just go with the flow. You set the pace. Indie can mean a style of music, dress, or just a way of life. It's what sets you apart from the rest of the crowd. Everybody has a little bit of indie in them. It's beautiful. It's cool. It's you. Tune in to Indie on Voice America Kids, live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time. If you don't feel indie yet, make it a part of you.
Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids Channel. Your hosts, the Kids First film critics, preview all the latest movies before they're released, interview stars on the red carpet, and share their reviews with you so you can make informed decisions about what you select to see. Our reporters, ages 7 to 16, will bring you a kid's perspective on these films. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. They're like, we didn't know that, Maddie. Just kidding. (laughs) I say that like every time. But you know how it goes. This is the Fame Game with Maddie Rose. Well, we were talking about areas of competition, and I do want to continue with that because I think that that's just some of the insight that I guess that I could provide as a title holder. And I think that um, looking back to the time when I first started pageants, and I started when I was 13, and I know I'm kind of going off on a tangent, but I just want to say this out loud too, just to give you hopefully some hope or inspiration as far as like if you really are interested. I mean, I've had some girls at school come up to me and say like, you know, I want to start in pageants. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I think it's great. I mean, it builds confidence. It definitely builds skill and gives you the opportunity to practice some professional skills that you're going to need later on in life. I mean, speaking in general too, having a radio show, yes, did help me, but being able to actually interact with people at events and speaking on stage. And, you know, it is an acquired feeling, I feel, personally, because you start to get more and more comfortable. But I still get the butterflies. I mean, even performing before on stage. So I get it. It's like a performer thing. Um, Some people don't get that necessarily. But for me personally, I still have the butterflies and I get nervous a little bit because, you know, we're human. It's nice to be excited and nervous at the same time. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. But anybody can do it. Truly anybody can do it. And there are people there to help you. Um, I mean, you can even go to like local title holders and any system and just ask them, you know, what is your advice? And so I hope that um, for anybody out there who's listening who does want to join a pageant that they they are taking this um, advice or hopefully find it helpful uh, because that's kind of one of the things that I wanted to do is give insight as to like what being a title holder involves and, you know, the great opportunities that come along with it. I mean, it does take hard work and dedication, of course, and a lots of time management for those of us who are very, very, very busy, who are balancing school on top of that. But like I said, anybody can do it and it provides great opportunities. So it's just something that I encourage people to at least try once if you really are interested in doing it. Because if you figure out later on that, you know, maybe it's not your thing, um, 
then that's fine. But at least you tried it, you know. I'm really glad that I did try it at 13 or else I know for a fact that I would not be here today where I am competing for these titles. And again, it's just become a part of my life. Like I truly truly love the Miss America system. But not only that, I love the opportunity as a title holder to be able to serve my community. And even the opportunities that came after, you know, being Miss Arizona's Outstanding Teen, I I was able to, you know, attend events and still interact with some of the connections that I had. And they were so supportive, of course, you know, when I was running for this local title to be able to qualify for Miss Arizona. And again, just being able to get my name out there and the word that, you know, I wanted to help anybody in any cause that I could. And so I've had a lot of opportunity to volunteer. And, you know, that's not only helpful for me as somebody who's going to be going to college, but it, it helps me, I feel, as a, a person develop and develop my character, too, because there are, you know, certain things that we're just not aware of like some of the causes that need help. And, you know, I like seeing to the fact and noticing too that again, it's this I know I say this a lot, but like the small details of things, it's true. Like the little things that you can do for people mean the world to them. And that's what something that I've learned. A big lesson that I've learned through service is that it really doesn't matter if you can help out at an event for an hour. Um, because I know, again, like I said, we're balancing like different events and school and everything like that. And even if it's like an hour out of my day that I can give to somebody to help and serve them, I will do it because like I said, it means the world to them. It's so appreciated. And it's just, I think personally, like I said, a great opportunity. And I think that you'll enjoy it. It's very rewarding. It is very rewarding. And so going back to the competition, I know they're like, oh, Maddie, you went off on a tangent for quite a while there. I apologize. But if you know in my my previous uh, what I like to call or what people like to call my quote-unquote Maddie rant sessions because I just literally talk and just like blast off all this information. You're like, ah, this is a lot. But going back to competition, so I went through the talent because I wanted to start on that because, like I said, that kind of sets the Miss America organization apart from others. But now going into, and I did go into personal interview as far as that goes too, and like I said, it was a lot of fun. Uh, as far as, like, the clothing to wear for Miss America interview, um, it's, like, business casual, I want to say. We definitely love the trendy clothing because we definitely want to be, you know, up-to-date and current with that. But again, it's just something that makes you feel good. You always want to be comfortable, no matter what area of competition is you want to feel comfortable you want to make sure that this is you um i paid very much attention to that this time too uh just learning you know what makes me feel good what colors i like to wear what makes me feel beautiful and when i look in the mirror you know like yes i can imagine wearing this to an actual interview but also i know that this embodies who i am and this is how i want to come across and so those are just like a few tips and tricks as far as like wardrobe goes but moving on in competition so after you do personal interview you'll do um one of the first phases of competition you'll do opening number of course and so of course they'll tell you like oh this is what kind of cocktail dress you need and this is the type of you know accessories or shoes but that area of competition I wouldn't even call it an area of competition it's not something that's judged it's just kind of one of those openings where you're like introducing yourself and you know sharing your platform so mine was Maddie Rose Holler freedom is not free supporting our nation's military and their family so it's kind of like hello I'm here this I'm competing for this I'm contestant number 13 which I was contestant number 13 and so it's just you know speaking to the audience and just just letting them know who you are that way when they're watching they're like ah that's the girl you know who supports the military or ah that's the girl who you know supports the humane society so it's just a fun little thing at the very beginning and then um you do swimsuit so swimsuit is what we do for our physical fitness as a miss and i love swimsuit so much and some people are like oh my gosh you love swimsuit what do you mean and i'm like no i really do love swimsuit because fitness is a Big thing, in my opinion, when it comes to swimsuit, too. Um, some people, they, they love being on, like, a healthy eating plan and working out. And it's something that I had to try because I'll be honest with you. I'm the type of person that I'm like, yeah, I love my pizza and I love my chips and I love certain things like that. But extending – and I'm also very picky – picky person, I will admit that, for food. But I loved, 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 loved being able to, you know, set goals for myself fitness and health-wise. And let me tell you, when you start eating healthy, I think it's like, again, 
I don't know if it's just me, but you start getting hooked on like eating healthy. Like afterward, you're like, I don't really know what to eat as far as like bad food goes because I've been eating like such healthy food for like so long. And I try to avoid cheat meals as well. And my body feels so good. Like you have to understand and I don't do it to lose weight. I absolutely don't do that because those are some of the things too. Depending on your body size, I mean, some people, maybe they want to lose a few pounds. That's perfectly fine. You can go ahead and do that. There's a meal plan. I don't like to call it a diet. I like to call it a healthy eating meal plan. Um, to help you reach your goals and whether you want to lose a few pounds or gain a few pounds. Um, For me, being said, when you do gain muscle, you will gain weight as well, but it's healthy weight. That's why when people say, and I've even seen this on like Instagram because I'm one of those health nuts that are like, oh, let me follow all these health fitness pages to give me motivation. And so they always say ignore the number on the scale because it's truly like how your body looks, how you feel, especially how you feel. And that's one of the things that I've learned through it too. And yeah, I mean, you kind of got to ignore that too because I mean, I'm not looking to be a certain weight or or anything like that, but I want to look and feel good definitely. And so it's just one of those things like I've come to learn that I love working out. I love jogging, especially with this cold weather in Arizona. This is the perfect jogging weather, might I add. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that too. And being able to have the, the support of trainers, personal trainers too, they're just so great and so willing to help you reach your goals and, you know, get you one step further. One of the things that I've done in the past with personal trainers is kind of have like a reflection day, I like to call it, because you kind of look at like where you are, what you need to work on, if there's any part of the body that, you know, maybe needs a little bit more sculpting out, if that's what you're planning on doing, um, just work on that, target those areas. And if you feel good with like your your eating plan, then stick to it. Or maybe you need to adjust somewhere like, uh, you know, I'm feeling a little bit dizzy or maybe I'm feeling like, oh, this isn't working for me or my body's not responding well to it, then maybe you need to adjust a little bit there too. But I've I've come to love it. It's so awesome. I think it's one of those things where you work so hard beforehand and then you go on stage and you present it. And so swimsuits, as far as what to wear for that, we usually wear heels, earrings, and um, depending on what you want for swimsuit, again, this all comes back to what makes you feel beautiful. It's a one piece or a two piece and it's, it's up to you. I'm personally a fan of two pieces. I will say I'm from California. So at one point in my life, if I wore a swimsuit, like it was my everyday clothing. It was like my uniform. <laughs> so it was just one of those things. And then after that, as I mentioned, talent. Um, talent, I mean, it just depends on what you're doing, really. If you want to wear a dress or a gown, um, for if you're a singer or maybe you're an instrumentalist. I know dancers, of course, have their fun little gear. Uh, but yeah, it really depends on what your talent is. And that will basically decipher what your wardrobe is for that. And then you have evening gown and onstage question. And you want to pick a floor length gown. And again, this is what makes you feel beautiful. And just something that presents yourself. My favorite color is red for evening gowns. I just absolutely love how it looks and how it makes me feel. And I just feel like it's just uh, such a a color to look out for. It's like a standout color to me. And so that's just such a great thing to do. And then you do that all together and then you wait for crowning. But (laughs) yes, so hopefully that gave you guys a little bit more insight as far as what the areas of competition go. And like I said, anybody can do it. So please, please, if you want to do it, try it out. And again, um, hope you took something helpful out of this conversation. And thank you for sitting down and chatting with me today and just listening to everything that I have going on. Again, I so support everybody who wants to have an opportunity like this. Um, I encourage it. And thank you all for your love and support. Uh, and just please follow me on my journey, hopefully, if you'd like to. Again, the pageant page is Miss North Phoenix Glendale on Instagram. We also have our own, like, Twitters and everything like that. And then my own personal one is Instagram is the Maddie Rose. Twitter is the same thing, the Maddie Rose. And then on Facebook, it is Maddie Rose Holler. And so I have my page on there, which is Maddie Rose too. So yes. So please do come and follow me and check out what I'm up to. But thanks again, guys, for always supporting me. Without you guys, I would not have a show. I mean, you people are just absolutely amazing for being able to to speak with me and interact with me and listen to my show and just being such dedicated followers like that means a lot to me so with that being said i hope to see you guys next time and i definitely will but hope you enjoy the show and i'll see you next week thank you again for listening to the fame game on the voice america kids channel be sure to join maddie rose again next week for another great show
out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. 